Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's bad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's round time, I flex my better Voltron transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? That's right, we're back one week later. We are back at our regularly scheduled time, regularly scheduled place, and we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona, on this February the 26th. And uh, I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. Tonight it is Season 16, Episode 6, and tonight's show title is Snoochie Boochies, <laughs> and there's a very particular reason that it's called Snoochie Boochies, and that's just because uh, I kind of want to dedicate this show to the man, Kevin Smith. Uh, we got the unfortunate news this morning um, that he had a massive heart attack. He suffered what they called the Widowmaker, which is um, just the end-all, be-all of heart attacks. The good news is he's still with us, and that is awesome. It's a miracle and uh, we're so happy to hear that Kevin is in good thoughts. He tweeted out a picture himself <laughs> from his hospital room. And, uh, you know, only the way Kevin Smith knows how to roll. Uh, I've been a massive Kevin Smith fan for most of my life. I mean, really, since he came out with Clerks. That was his first movie, and I followed him along through Mall Rats and Jane Silent Bob and, you know, Chasing Amy, Dogma, the whole nine, man. We've been, been along this ride, this journey. Kevin Smith is... A big nerd, man. He's a big nerd like the rest of us that are here on this show that love to just talk pop culture, love to talk entertainment news, TV news. He loves all the comic book films. He's a big Star Wars nerd. And he's a great film director. And um, he just seems like a genuinely nice, nice man. And, um, you know, I watch Comic Book Men. I really try to watch everything that he's involved in. I got to watch Kevin speak live at Comic-Con many, many years ago. And, uh... The dude's just amazing in his storytelling and um, just one of the most sincere, genuine people out in Hollywood that uh, that that we know. And it was scary, man, to wake up to that news this morning. And I'm just so happy to hear that that he survived. I mean, he, he was doing a back to back comedy show last night two two shows. And after the first one, uh, he started to have pain and he started to get real sweaty and started to, you know, have nausea and he went to the doctor. He made the smart move and he went to go see a doctor and they caught it and they saved his life. If he had ignored it and moved on with the second show, the doctors say a hundred percent 
he would have died. Um, insane, man, to have your life flash before your eyes like that. But it's pretty cool if you read what he tweeted this morning. He talks about just how calm he was and what a great life he's led. And if it was his time to go, it was his time to go. And um, it's just, it, once again, life, it, it has an expiration date for all of us. And we don't know when that is. So we need to cherish the people that are in, in our lives every single day, all the time. And um, moments like these, it makes you just thank, thank the Lord for your time here on earth. So... Um, I thought tonight's show title would just be something fun, something in, in Kevin Smith's wheelhouse. And that's, you know, if you've seen, uh, all of his movies, you know, there's a little snoochy boochies and a lot of those films going down. So, uh, Kevin speedy wishes, my friend. And, um, you know, thank you for all that you do. You are an amazing man and, uh, one of the best in Hollywood going today. So we need you out there. You still got to make Jay and Silent Bob reboot, so let's get that one out there as soon as possible. Clerks 3 maybe, who knows, but we need you back, man, and and hopefully in good health and ready to rock. So we are thinking about you, and you are in our thoughts and prayers. Okay, so, you know, could have been worse news. We're happy he's doing well, and I just wanted to kind of dedicate this show to him because he has been an inspiration for me, uh, you know, just in everything he does. So thanks, Kev. Okay, so with that being said, uh, we do got two brand new movie reviews for you. Uh, We're going to be talking Annihilation, and we're going to be talking Game Night. So those are the two big releases that hit theaters this past weekend. I have varied degrees of uh, opinion on these two. Remember, they are non-spoilers, so don't worry about uh, anything dropping there for you. And then, of course, we'll get you caught up to speed in everything that went down in the last week of movie and TV news. Okay? So let's kick it right into it and let's talk some movie reviews. I'm going to start off with Annihilation. This is the new sci-fi movie from Alex Garland. Um, Alex lastly did Ex Machina a couple years ago and I absolutely loved Ex Machina. I've really enjoyed most of what Alex has done in his career. I saw the trailer for this thing a couple months ago with Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac and um, just... Tessa Thompson, lots of lots of people in this thing, and and the trailer looked phenomenal. I mean, something really crazy happening. The Shimmer, um, Oscar Isaac is is Natalie Portman's husband, and he comes back from the Shimmer, but he's not the same. He's dying. She goes in to try to find out what happened to him, and it, there's just a lot of crap going on on this other side of the Shimmer. Um, Like I said, I love the trailer. I was looking very forward to this film. Unfortunately, this movie did not pan out for me the way I had hoped. And I found it extremely boring. And it was just definitely not in my wheelhouse. Um, This one has many people divided. You have literally half... uh, Well, you got most of critics. And then you have half of the fan community out there saying, Oh, what a genius movie this is. And it's so fantastic. And then you have the other half that are just going... What the hell did I just watch? And unfortunately, I fall into the what the hell did I just watch? I found the pacing to be utterly boring. Not a lot is going on in the majority of the film. All the action that's in the film is what you see in the trailer. It just didn't give me anything more. And I thought that he was going to have some really cool stuff up his sleeve. and never panned out. And in the end, I just found myself going, well, that was a movie when the credits hit. Um, so unfortunately for me, I was not a fan of Annihilation. 
um, at all, you know, and like I said, there's a lot of people out there that seem to really love it. And then there's a lot of people out there that didn't like it. I will tell you, it seemed like the majority of the people in my showing did not like it at all. Um, everybody seemed to get up in a very pissy mood. Um, literally these guys that were three seats down from me, as soon as the credits hit, one of them went, well, that fucking sucked, <laughs> which I got a good chuckle out of. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it outright sucked, but it just didn't do much for me. I will definitely give this one a second watch when it hits like a Netflix or an Amazon. I'll definitely sit down and go through it again. Cause maybe it's just one of those ones I have to, maybe at home I can pay more attention to it. I can really dive in a little bit more psychologically, but in the theater, it just bored me to death and I just wanted to get out of there. Um, so yeah, not a, not a big hit for me on this one. Unfortunately, I would give Annihilation two out of five stars. All right. So then let's lead into something that was way better. And that was, uh, over the weekend, I also got to see the brand new release of game night and game night is a fun, fun movie that I've been looking forward to since once again, since the trailer dropped, uh, I actually was very intrigued with that one when I actually read the news of this movie being put together about a year ago and the cast was coming together and I was like, oh, this is going to be a pretty cool movie. You got Jason Bateman, uh, you got Rachel McAdams and basically they're both super competitive people They end up meeting each other on a game night. Uh, they get married fast forward several years. They host a game night at their house every week. Um, Jason Bateman's brother played by Kyle Chandler shows up to town. He's like a big shot dude. And he says, you know what? We're going to take game night up another level tonight and we're going to do something different. We're going to actually do kind of like a murder mystery kind of thing. Someone's going to get abducted and then you have to spend the night finding the clues and finding out, um, you know, finding the person at the end of the night, whoever wins, wins the keys to this really fancy car. And, um, so it's a pretty cool high stakes kind of thing. Um, but of course, if you've seen the trailer, you know, Kyle Chandler gets abducted for real and they think it's part of the game. So they're going out on this whole big quest on this game night, but it's actually, there's some really high stakes going on and there really are criminals involved. Um, this movie was hilarious. It is so funny. The ensemble cast is great. I mean, you, you're led by Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams who are just fantastic in this thing. And then you have the rest of the ensemble here. That just kill it. Everybody that's in this film is really, really funny and is awesome. Jesse Plemons plays their next door police officer and he's the weirdest little dude in this movie, but it's fantastic as well. Um, a couple of little cameos. It's a great movie. And the funny thing is, you know, it's directed as a thriller action movie, but it's this comedy. So the way it's shot and the way it comes across and the way it looks is very different than a normal comedy is shot, but it's done very, very well. And I'm spacing the name of these two directors like John Francis Daly and, and another dude. Um, they're actually the ones in negotiations right now to direct uh, the Flash's solo movie Flashpoint for DC. So after seeing this movie, I'm like, hell yeah, man, get them the job. These guys have a good witty sense of humor to them. And they know how to direct the film. So um, I absolutely loved Game Night and highly recommend it to anybody out there looking for a good laugh. It is not a silly slapsticky comedy. It's a good comedy with very good jokes and a very smart humor behind it. So highly recommend Game Night. Four out of five stars for me. Really, really good. Check out Game Night. Four out of five. Annihilation, two out of five. If you have to pick one, go see Game Night. <laughs> All right. So there you go, my friends. There's our two 
new releases of the week, new reviews. Now let's shift gears and we'll get over to our news of the week and get you all caught up. Chris Evans has been talking a lot about, he, he basically confirmed that a Black Widow movie is going down. And he was talking to a newspaper saying that he hopes that the Captain Marvel solo movie and the Black Widow movie are going to be like the next Black Panther films where, you know, they just, they speak to a special demographic. They bring out the women in the world, uh, just like how Black Panther's setting all these records and doing all this great stuff for films. So, you know, Chris Evans really hyping the women uh, train over for Marvel. And uh, I think big stuff is coming. We just heard earlier today uh, from from Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, which is out now on digital, um, plug plug, that um, that Phase Four is going to be very heavy on the women's side of things. So that's pretty cool right there. Uh, Christopher Nolan says that he will not be the man to direct the next James Bond movie, so he has dropped out of any kind of contention for that. So don't be looking for that. Um, we have the official Blu-ray trailer for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yes, it's been officially announced. Star Wars The Last Jedi is coming to digital HD, 4K, Ultra HD, uh, Blu-ray, and uh, DVD, of course, all in March. Uh, March, uh, I think March 6th, actually, is when it's going to unlock on digital, and then a couple weeks later on Blu-ray disc. Jordan Peele says that he will begin directing his next feature film later this year, which is awesome, of course. Um, we got a pretty cool article up with Dolph Lundgren talking about uh, the Aquaman movie and talking about returning as Ivan Drago for Creed 2. So check that out if you're interested in some more news there. Um, we found out that Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 is going to be hitting Netflix on my birthday. That's right, March 23rd. It's a massive release date, man. I feel like there's a ton of things coming out on March 23rd. So thank you, Universe, for trying to give me a plethora of stuff to watch on my birthday weekend. Uh, but I'll tell you, man, I loved Santa Carita Diet. So uh, I'm very happy that it's coming back, not only for a second season, but that it's going to come out on March 23rd. We're so close, and uh, I'm super stoked. Check that one out. If you haven't seen it, it is a fun, fun little horror comedy um, show that is on Netflix with Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Check that one out. Um, Dolph Lundgren confirms big changes to his King Nearest in the Aquaman movie. Now, King Nerys is Mara's boyfriend, I believe, in the comic books. But in the movie, he's going to be playing her father. So, uh, so yeah, big change up in dynamic there. Uh, we have a brand new Jessica Jones Season 2 trailer. So, check that one out. Season 2 starts on March 8th. So, we're super close to that drop-in. Um, Black Panther, of course, continuing to break records. It's already passed $500 million uh, worldwide. Actually, this past weekend, it just passed $700 million worldwide in literally two weeks. Um, and uh, it's already topped the Star uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi domestically, which is just nuts. Because it took a long time for Star Wars to do that. Um, Sterling K. Brown, Bill Hader, and even... Um, Charles Barkley are going to be hosting upcoming episodes of SNL. Uh, Sterling K. Brown will make his SNL hosting debut on March 10th. I love Sterling K. Brown, another man that's incredible in Black Panther. So check that out on SNL. Um, Freeform TV has ordered a new half-hour comedy called Girls Code, which will come from executive producer and director Paul Feig. So he's awesome. Pretty much anything he touches turns to pretty much gold. So... Glad to hear that. 
This is something I'm very happy to announce And that's Jessica Chastain has entered early talks To play Beverly in the highly anticipated It Chapter 2 Remember this movie comes out in 2019 Um, Bev if you saw the first It movie and you saw this little girl playing playing Bev, we knew that, that we were going to need adult versions coming up in the sequel. And when I left the theater that night, I said, they need to get Jessica Chastain. And I'm so happy to sit here at this point, you know, many, many months later since It came out, and tell you that Jessica Chastain is in negotiations to actually play Bev. It is the perfect casting, and I can't wait to see how this all pans out. Um, as we get closer to locking down the official cast for It Chapter 2. STX Entertainment is set the release date for Second Act, starring and produced by Jennifer Lopez for Thanksgiving Week 2018. That's right, November 21st, 2018 is when that will drop. Titans, yes, the live-action Titans show, which is going to be on DC's exclusive streaming service, has just cast Drop Dead Diva Star, um... As Elastigirl um, Trying to see here Hold on one sec I totally don't have her name Where is your name woman Where is your name I didn't watch Drop Dead Diva so I don't have her name here um, So we know we'll see The Doom Patrol in the upcoming Titan series And um, Drop Dead Diva alum April Bowlby Has been cast as Rita Farr A.K.A. Elastigirl on Titans so, pretty cool there. Yeah, sorry, my laptop just completely spaced out. Man, I can't stand technical issues on this damn show, man. I swear, sometimes these computers, all these things be acting the hell up. My screen went black. Couldn't stop the recorder <laughs> I had to keep on talking I apologize ladies and gentlemen That is a pain in the butt And I am sorry So speaking of some more casting We have our new Magnum P.I. And it's none other than Jay Hernandez That's right Jay Hernandez will headline CBS's update Of Tom Selleck's 80's crime drama Magnum P.I. Um, this is interesting You know I'll tell you I like Jay Hernandez He's a cool actor Um I don't, will he grow the mustache out? I don't know, man. Probably not. I know it's it's going to be an update here. But um, I, I think it's good casting. You know, it's going to be interesting to see a different Magnum P.I. without Tom Selleck. I'll tell you that. And, uh, you know, it just makes me think of my mom. My mom passed away a couple years ago. And uh, Magnum P.I. was one of her all-time favorite shows. She just loved Tom Selleck. Him and his mustache. Man, my dad had, funny story, my dad's had to rock a mustache for the entire 40-something years they've been married. Because of Magnum P.I. <laughs> so this show I will watch in memory of my mother. Uh, and I hope Jay Hernandez does a great job there. Um, we got a season 2 promo for Legion. Definitely check that one out. Comes back in April I believe. Katie Holmes is set to star in a new Fox pilot. Um, so we'll see what that turns out to be. Um, Netflix has ordered a new animated series called Tucka and Birdie. Which literally looks like an animated show about birds um, It's the team that does BoJack Horseman And Tiffany Haddish has been hired to voice Tucka Or Tuka, however you want to pronounce that Tuka and Birdie coming to Netflix Oh, good um, Lauren Cohen is set to lead a new ABC pilot 
but she may still appear on The Walking Dead as well. Um, you know, she has been going through some contract negotiations. She wants uh, equal pay to her male co-stars, and we don't blame her. She's been on the show since day one. Um, but it doesn't look like they're giving it to her, so she's playing hardball, and she went out and got herself an ABC pilot, and she's going to try something a little different. And uh, we'll see what ends up happening with Walking Dead. Walton Goggins, love this dude here, and he's awesome in everything he does. He's the first to be cast in CBS's reboot of L.A. Confidential. Remember, they're making that a TV series as well, so he's going to be starring in the pilot for that. Um, the walk, uh, Lauren Cohen's ABC pilot, by the way, has just been titled Whiskey Cavalier, so don't know much else about it, but um, she'll also star with Scott Foley, on that ABC pilot as she has no current season 9 contract to The Walking Dead. Netflix's Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot has cast Homeland actress uh, as Aunt Zelda. Yes, Miranda Otto joins uh, as Aunt Zelda. Disney is developing a Marvel Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur animated series. I know nothing about Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, but hey... An animated series looks like something that would work pretty well uh, for something like this. The upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog film has been given a 2019 release date. Paddington 2 director Paul King is set to to direct Disney's live-action Pinocchio. That's right, so they're finally trying to move forward again on this Pinocchio movie. So congratulations to Paul King. Um, We got a pretty cool note here. From the director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, uh, just thanking everybody basically for the success of Black Panther. So I'm going to read basically what his letter was. And I quote, I am struggling to find the words to express my gratitude at this moment, but I will try. Filmmaking is a team sport and our team was made up of amazing people from all over the world who believed in this story. Deep down, we all hoped that people would come to see a film about a fictional country on the continent of Africa, made up of a cast of people of African descent. Never in a million years did we imagine that you would all come out of this strong. It still humbles me to think that people care enough to spend their money and time watching our film, but to see people of all backgrounds wearing clothing that celebrates their heritage, taking pictures next to our posters with their friends and family, and sometimes dancing in the lobbies of theaters often moved me and my wife to tears. For the people who bought out theaters, who posted on social media about how lit the film would be, bragged about how awesome our cast was, picked out outfits to wear, and who stood in line in theaters all over the world even before seeing the film. To the press who wrote about the film for folks who hadn't yet seen it and encouraged audiences to come out. And to the young ones who came out with their parents, with their mentors, and with their friends. Thank you for giving our team of filmmakers the greatest gift, the opportunity to share this film that we poured our hearts and souls into. With you, sincerely, Ryan Coogler. P.S. Wakanda forever. So very, very cool. Thank you from Ryan Coogler. Just you know, really being moved by how much people have loved Black Panther, and it just continues to go and go and go. I'm one of those people that brought the young ones, man. My daughter's four. She's seen it. She's rocked her review for it. You know, really enjoyed the movie, and. um You know, it is something special, so definitely check it out if you're one of the very few that haven't seen it yet. Uh, Let's see here. Nightwing director Adam McKay, or Chris McKay, sorry, uh, is in talks for the Dungeons and Dragons live action movie. That's right. Um, 
you know, Dungeons and Dragons, they want to make this thing the next couple of years. How is he going to do Nightwing? This is leading a lot of speculation to think that he may bounce off of Nightwing to do D&D. I hope he doesn't. I hope he sticks with Nightwing. I, I want to see his vision of Nightwing come to life. This is the guy that directed the Lego Batman movie. Um, he's great. And I want to see his vision of Nightwing come to fruition. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe he can get them to push back Dungeons and Dragons a little bit if they want him to do it. We're going to have to wait and see. I just hope he doesn't leave the Nightwing project. But he is in talks for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Joe Morton has been cast as uh, in the CBS pilot God Friended Me. Which they've been putting that one together from Greg Berlanti. Which sounds pretty cool. I'll definitely be checking that one out. Um... Let's see here. Uh, MTV fires Teen Mom 2's David Eason after alleged homophobic rant on Twitter. Uh, Danny Boyle is supposedly the top choice to take on Bond 25. He's currently writing a script for it. And if it turns out all well and good, he might actually direct the film. So Danny Boyle, it's an interesting pick. I don't know if it'd be my pick, but um, we'll see what happens with it. We have the first official trailer for Kings, starring Daniel Craig, as we speak about Bond. Daniel Craig and Holly Berry, so check that one out. Amazon is going to adapt Ian M. Banks' Consider Felbus into a new series. Uh, It's a sci-fi book series, and uh, they're looking to uh, turn it into a network show on Amazon Prime. So we'll see what goes with that. Speaking of space stuff, Netflix released the first teaser trailer for their new Lost in Space television series. I'll definitely be checking that one out there. Um, Danger Will Robinson. Robert Rodriguez and Max Bornstein are teaming up for a new sci-fi thriller called Hypnotic. Ryan Reynolds now owns a liquor company. That's right, he owns Aviation. We have uh, a new Krypton trailer. Yes, the sci-fi show is coming out here very soon. And you get your first look at Brainiac in the show, which is pretty cool there. Uh, Donald Glover says that the solo film will be a lot more fun than any other Star Wars movie. So that's some big words there. Jay and Mark Duplass have signed a new four-picture deal with Netflix. So that's cool, man. Netflix is scooping up all these talented people. To do this exclusive stuff for them. So that is pretty damn awesome. They're a great combo right there. They make some pretty great stuff. Looking forward to it. We got an article up with Ryan Coogler explaining why Bucky, aka the Winter Soldier, wasn't around in Black Panther. It's a question we all posed. So check out the article if you want to read it. I don't want to read why because of me. You know, see what people think about that one. But uh, check that out if you're interested. The Simpsons has just cast Ray Liotta to play Moe's dad. <laughs> Moe the bartender. He'll play Moe's dad. Disney is rebooting the Muppets for their upcoming streaming service. So that's pretty cool there. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's already getting a sequel. That's right. Universal Pictures has already announced that Jurassic World 3 is going to be coming to theaters on June 11th, 2021. Jurassic World 2 is not even out yet. We already know that in 2021, there will be a third movie. Uh, Steven Spielberg and Colin Trevorrow coming back to produce it. Uh, No word on director yet. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is set to star in Born a Crime, which is based on the memoir by Trevor Noah. Superstore has been renewed for season four. 
And I'm super excited about that because I love Superstore. So that's pretty awesome right there. Coming back. Also renewed, America's Got Talent has been renewed for season 13. All the judges coming back for that one, including Tyra Banks as the host. Um... Chrissy Clemens is joining Juan Cron's new Zorro film. He has Zorro, uh, his new Zorro film, which is just simply called Z. Um, she's been cast in the lead role opposite Gail Garcia Bernal. So this has been a movie that's been in the works for many, many years. So I guess we're finally moving forward with it. It could be cool, man, a futuristic Zorro. I'm down. But let's get going on this one, man. It's taking forever. Uh, congratulations to Mark Hamill. He's receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So that's pretty awesome. We got your first trailer for The Outsider, which is a new Jared Leto uh, Netflix movie that comes out in March. So check that one out. It looks pretty interesting. Not over the moon by it, but uh, I think it's something I'll check out on Netflix for show. Uh, director of Shazam says that we should be get we should be getting a good look. At the suit here pretty soon So that's something I'm looking very forward to J.J. Abrams says that the Episode 9 script is done And filming begins in July So we're finally moving forward on the next Star Wars, that's pretty awesome there We got everything coming and going to Netflix In March, Comedy Central Has renewed Drunk History for season 6 Both Andy Serkis's Mowgli and the new Robin Hood movie have already been rated PG-13 So that's pretty cool there Lionsgate has announced their new digital content business Which is called Studio L And uh, they're going to be working on like a TV show of the Blair Witch A TV show based on the movie Waiting And a bunch of other stuff So uh, yeah, Lionsgate getting into the digital studio game Chris Tucker says that Rush Hour 4 is a go for him Yes, that's right Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan have said We're doing it, we're moving into it Rush Hour 4, it is go time now, of course, we no one thinks Brett Ratner is coming back for this thing at this point, especially after all the allegation stuff. So uh, we'll have to find a new director. But I'll tell you, man, I'm a big fan of the Rush Hour series, so I'm glad to hear Chris Tucker saying he's on board. Let's get a Rush Hour 4. And especially with some new blood, like a new director, I'd be so down. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Um... Sega and Paramount Pictures finalized their deal for the Sonic the Hedgehog film And is officially coming out November 15, 2019 Sam Rockwell set to star beside Angelina Jolie in the one and only Ivan This was big news that dropped a couple days ago That Joss Whedon has officially exited the Batgirl movie for Warner Brothers in DC Now he was supposed to be working on Batgirl for I mean, over a year now since they announced that and then he had to step in and kind of finish directing Justice League after Zack Snyder dropped out. Um, he basically said, I failed. He said, I can't crack the story. I basically have failed this project and I got to end up leaving. Um, there's a lot of speculation behind the scenes that this was just an easy way for him to get out of it because the studio probably didn't want him to make this anymore. Being that it's Batgirl, being that there's so many eyes on this thing right now that I think they want... And DC wants a female director to take this thing on And I think they kind of just kindly asked him to step aside (laughs) Because I find it very hard to believe that Joss Whedon cannot crack a Batgirl story I'm sorry, just seems pretty lame Um, 
But hey, you know, I'll be looking forward to seeing what they do going forward here. Will we still get a Batgirl movie? Are they going to move forward quickly on this thing? Are they not? I know one of the writers of the Black Panther um, comic book series, ever since Joss stepped down, she said, hey, I'll write the script for the movie. Uh, Now that Joss isn't involved, she's like, I'll I'll come in and I'll do it. So pretty cool there uh, for her to want to step in. Um, but yeah, Joss stepping out, man. So, you know, we thought we were going to have some cool things going on in the DC universe here coming up, but it will not be Joss Whedon's, uh, Batgirl story. Uh, Scandal's Bellamy Young has just landed a lead in a new ABC pilot called False Prophets. Regina King has just hit Netflix with her brand new show, uh, Seven Seconds, that is now streaming on Netflix right now. It looks really good, actually. I added it to my queue. I just haven't started it yet, but looking forward to that. Trial and Error Season 2 has just cast Kristen Chenoweth for a new uh, lead role. Uh, She replaces John Lithgow for the second season. Uh, supposedly there was an early screening of the Aquaman movie over at Warner Brothers And reactions were pretty damn positive Everybody said they had a pretty good time with it And um, it's got a lot of heart and a lot of good action So very cool uh, Hopefully that all pans out The collection's Richard Coyle is set to play Father Blackwood In the new Netflix series based on Sabrina the Teenage Witch Really ramping up on that one This one, don't ask me to get any more involved in the news on it Because I have no clue I thought this was a joke when I first read it Fox (sighs) Yes, this is real Fox is going to do a movie about Flaming Hot Cheetos No further comment Tay Diggs has has scored a role in Greg Berlanti's new CW football pilot Um... Yeah, projects inspired by the life of professional football player Spencer Paysinger So there you go Um, Good for Tay Diggs Yara Shahidi, which of course was on Blackish, now she's on Grownish She's in talks to star in the film adaptation of Nicola Yoon's novel The Sun is Also a Star Natalie Morales is set to star in Mike Schur's NBC comedy pilot called Abby's. Um, she's pretty cool, so I'm glad to see her get another project. Um, Roxanne Gay, uh, that's the uh, the female who writes the Black Panther comic that is offered to write uh, the Batgirl movie. She says, you know, once Joss stepped out, and there's there's some beef between women and Joss. Don't get me wrong here. Uh, but once he exited, she said, hey, Warner Brothers, like, I'll write <laughs> the Batgirl movie if you want me to. And it sounds like Warner Brothers might actually be interested and take her up on her offer. I think they'd be dumb not to. Gemma Ardington has been cast as Marilyn Monroe in a Some Like It Hot TV comedy. I love me some Gemma Ardington, so great to see her come to that. Um, Stephen King's The Bone Church. Is set to be developed as a new TV series So that's pretty cool man Stephen King's on fire right now Um, We found out that Duncan Jones' new Netflix movie Mute Is in the same universe as his cult classic Moon So just understand that Um, Disney Channel's been given a green light To two new original animated series One called Amphibia And the other one's called The Owl House 
Netflix and Constantin Films have started production on Polar, starring Mads Mikkelsen, Vanessa Hutchins, Catherine Winnick, and Matt Lucas. That's right, man. Based on the Dark Horse comic. So very, very cool. I've heard a lot about Polar. Um, and uh, Mads Mikkelsen's great. So good casting. And looks like Netflix is doing something pretty hot again, man. I should just start a Netflix podcast and it would just be all of, it basically would be the same show. It'd just be all about Netflix stuff. Tim Blake Nelson has joined Gerard Butler and Angel Has Fallen. We have the first official trailer for Paterno, starring Al Pacino, uh, as of course, Paterno. Um, it'll be premiering on April 7th on HBO. Francis Lawrence talks about his upcoming Battlestar Galactica movie, so he's still working on that. Um... Let's see here. What else we got? Oh, man. I think just jumped all over again. We got everything wrong with Blade Runner 2049. Everything wrong with Ex Machina. We got the Honest trailer for Justice League. We have the new trailer for Uncle Drew. We have the Pacific Rim Uprising IMAX trailer. We got a new Ready Player One trailer. We got the final trailer for Gringo. We got the trailer for On Chelsea. Um, on Chesil Beach And we have the trailer for The Forgiven We got a new trailer for Blockers So lots of trailers dropping So check those all out Alright What else we got uh, Sci-Fi has revealed the first teaser trailer For The Expanse Season 3 It premieres on April 11th So check that out if you haven't seen it Alex Garland says that another possible adaptation Of The Beach is in the works um, Octavia Spencer, Tig Notero uh, have joined Paramount Pictures' new film, Instant Family. Sarah Jeffrey is set to play the lead role in the Charmed reboot. That's right, so CW moving forward with that Charmed reboot. Now we've cast the youngest sister in the pilot. Netflix once again. Has <laughs> a. You remember they signed a big deal with director Matt Reeves And uh, Netflix and Matt Reeves are teaming up first For a new sci-fi film Called Life Sentence Um, Yeah They've secured the rights to the short story Life Sentence After an intense bidding war With eight other studios Pretty insane right there Um, Let's see We have the new trailer for Best Friends the new film from Tommy Wiseau That's right, The Room, baby They got a new movie, and I actually hear this one's not too bad So, check out the trailer for that It stars Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero Both from The Room This is their new upcoming film uh, Let's see, Black Panther has rose Like I said, over $704 million worldwide With $400 million domestically And $304 million internationally Insane how much this thing is blowing up right now Um, The Weinstein Company has declared bankruptcy Shocker there Uh, (laughs) You know Uh, Amazon has given Lore a season 2 green light So that will be coming back for season 2 Mark Hamill and James Gunn have a meeting set up To talk about a possible role in Guardians of the Galaxy number 3 so that's awesome, man. It'd be really cool to see Mark Hamill pop up and do something in Guardians 3. 
Zazie Beetz, who plays Domino in the upcoming Deadpool 2, says that Deadpool 2 is heavier than the first film. Tessa Thompson says that women will rule supreme in Marvel's Phase 4. So we kind of talked about that earlier. We have a first look at a little teaser poster for Wreck-It Ralph 2, which comes out in November. Looking so forward to that. Uh, we have your listing of the 2018 Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. So you can check that if you're interested. The Punisher Season 2 has added three new faces to their upcoming season. Josh Stewart, Floriana Lima, and Georgia Wiggum have all been given roles opposite John Bernthal in Season 2 of Punisher. We don't know when that's going to come out, but it will be soon. Speaking of Punisher, I'm going to take this quick time to say I finally finished it. And I'm pretty embarrassed to say because I've literally binged every Marvel Netflix show pretty much in that first weekend. If I can't do it in the first weekend, by the end of the first week that it's out, I'm done. Punisher's been a rough one for me. Uh, me and my wife started watching it back in November when it actually came out. And we've only been able to do like two episodes here and then we don't watch it for a while. And then we watch a couple more episodes and we don't watch it for a while. We finally, we had like four episodes left. So we just binged it over the weekend, finally finished it. And I'm glad it's done now. And I'll tell you, man, I have a love-hate with the Punisher TV series. Everybody seemed to just absolutely love it. I feel the first half of the show very much dragged. It was very hard to follow at times. I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Um, it was very slow. Second half really builds up. All tensions come to head. Things start to come out. Bad guys start to be revealed. And it really flew for me in those last four or five episodes. So... I'm, I'm, the show turned around for me. I'm looking forward to season two. It just it was a mixed bag for me overall, but I'm looking very forward to seeing where we go with season two, especially with the big villain reveal at the end of season one. I was very excited about that. So, Punisher, baby, that's right. You know, another new show I checked out. I've been binging a couple shows that have actually been out for a couple months, uh, just because nothing's been on because of the Olympics. So I, I finally got into nine one one, which is the new Ryan Murphy show. And, um, you know, he does American Horror Story and American Crime Story and all that stuff. Um, so I just binged like the first seven episodes of 911 and I really, really like it. It's a show uh, about uh, a 911 operator and the fire team and police team that pretty much answer these calls. And, um, I love the 911 aspect of the show of like you you hear the call come in 911 what's your emergency oh my god we got blah 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 and then you see the call answered and um it's really really cool man I I really dig the show and it was a pleasant surprise so I got completely caught up on that one and another one I'm currently catching up on still I only got like 3 episodes left to be fully caught up but I watched uh is the new SWAT Reboot SWAT is uh, with Shamar Moore. Remember, he left Criminal Minds to do uh, the SWAT TV series, kind of based loosely off of the uh, Samuel Jackson movie that came out in the early 2000s with him and Colin Farrell. And uh, I love the SWAT movie with them. And um, so, you know, basically we follow the SWAT team on all their different missions and cases. And um, I, I've had the entire season DVR'd, but I've not had any time to get into it. So, in the past week, I have literally binged the first seven or eight episodes of the show, and I really dig it. I, I dig it a lot. So, I've been very happy with some of these newer shows I've been getting into. So, check out SWAT. Check out 911. Uh, you know, really good stuff going on right now. And, I, um, and I'm going to go back to what I told you guys a couple weeks ago. Check out Altered Carbon, man. If you haven't watched that yet on Netflix, what are you waiting for? Check that one out. 
All right, we have your first trailer for Fahrenheit 451, which is a new show starring Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon, which is coming to HBO. Uh, it looks like Spider-Man's Sony's spinoff film, Silver and Black, is getting delayed. Um, no shocker there. They're just now starting to get writers behind it. They still got to do casting and stuff, so I'm sure the movie's getting delayed just a little bit. Oh, Netflix once again. Dun-dun. Gina Rodriguez is starring in a new Netflix rom-com called Someone Great. So that's pretty cool there. Um, speaking of Netflix too, they have a new, I just watched it, uh, the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Uh, it's a pretty funny show. If you ever saw Talk Soup with Joel McHale back in the day on the E! channel, basically it's him standing there for 25 minutes just talking Making jokes about different things that happened on TV shows that that were that aired during the week. They show clips, then make fun of these funny things that happened. And um, I always loved Talk Soup. And basically, he took the same concept and is now doing it on Netflix. New episodes air every Sunday. It's pretty funny. Check it out if you got an extra half hour to burn. Um, let's see here. Stars as a beginning production on Counterpart season two, starring J.K. Simmons. And they have just added Get Out actress um, Betty Gabriel uh, to join the cast for season two. The original star Joseph Morgan has joined the new Fox pilot that is coming up. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a new detective show. Dora the Explorer is set to embark on a big screen adventure in late summer 2019. I think the ship has sailed on Dora the Explorer, but who knows, man? Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, yeah, 2019, Dora the movie. Uh, Keep this in the rumor mill, but rumor has it that Emma Stone has turned down the chance to play the villain in Wonder Woman 2. Supposedly she was was offered the role of Cheetah, but she turned it down. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't think Emma Stone's even the right actress for this. Do I believe that she was even offered it? Probably not. Um, you know, Emma did play Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man movies. I don't know if she'd be quick to get back into the, you know, superhero game, but we'll see what happens with that. Faith Ford, Joe Rigobudo, and Grant Shaw are all returning for the Murphy Brown revival. Captain Marvel has just added a new villain. This is pretty cool here. Gemma Chan has been cast as Cree villain Minerva. Yes, Cree spy. Minerva, she's so that's pretty cool there that she's gonna be joining up with um, with Brie Larson there for Captain Marvel. Queen Latifah is set to star in a new real life drama called Hope's Wish. CBS has cast Michael Chiklis as a detective because that's what he always plays in everything. Um, Anton Fuqua. Is once again in talks to star uh, to direct Scarface. That's right. Anton Fuqua was going to direct Scarface. He had to drop out for whatever reason. Um, then we heard about some other directors trying to jump in. They jumped out. This thing doesn't have a director, and now Anton Fuqua is in negotiations once again to uh, to maybe take over the Scarface movie. Uh, and another show I want to shout out. Season 3 premiere was last night on Stars for Ash vs. the Evil Dead. It was a great season premiere, so definitely check that one out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and that is our news, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah, we made it on through right there in a nice sweet 45 minutes. So let's talk DVD and Blu-ray releases and box office stuff. Out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow is going to be Coco, Murder on the Orient Express, 
Darkest Hour, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Just Getting Started. In theaters this weekend will be Death Wish and Red Sparrow. Um, I do want to see both. If I can only see one this weekend, it'll probably be Death Wish. And here's your weekend box office. Coming in number 10 is the Met Opera, uh, La Boheme, making a uh, 1.8 mil. Number 9 is Every Day, making 3 million. Number 8 is The Greatest Showman, bringing in another 3.4 mil. Number 7 is a 1517 to Paris, bringing in 3.5 million. Number 6 is Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, bringing in 5.6 mil. Number 5, Fifty Shades Freed, bringing in 7.1. Number 4 was a debut, it was Annihilation. Yeah, two stars, baby. Annihilation bringing in 11 million. Number three is Peter Rabbit bringing in 12.7. Number two is Game Night. There, that's what I'm talking about. Game Night bringing in a very nice 17 mil. Four stars for Game Night. Go check that one out. I can't talk about it enough. And coming in number one again, it's no shocker here. It's Black Panther. Black Panther made over 200 million dollars in its opening weekend. So no shocker here that in week two it brings in another 111. Million dollars, yes, 111 million dollars. Another one where the estimates were off. The estimates as of early yesterday said it's going to make about another 107, and it actually made 111. So they can't figure out how much money Black Panther is going to make, but it continues to kill it everywhere. So, congratulations to Black Panther, man. 111, it's one of the smallest drops. Um, from week one to week two, it's less than a fifty percent drop, which is just incredible for a film that made over two hundred million. Any f- previous film that's made over two hundred million in its opening weekend drops like sixty to seventy percent because everybody sees it that opening weekend. Hundred eleven mil means people are going back to see it again for a second time, third time, and so forth. So big congratulations there. And that, my friends, will do it for us on this latest episode of Am I on the Air. Uh, it's been a pleasure, as always. And make sure you check out our official webpage at amiontheair.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also find us on iHeartRadio. Uh, it's coming soon to Spotify. I'm very excited about that. You can also find us on TuneIn, on Spreaker, on Stitcher. Uh, on all those uh, satellite radio networks that are out there, all the apps that you download, we sh- you should be able to pop up. Google Play Music, of course. Uh, but we're very happy to be a part of iHeartRadio now. That's a big deal for us right there. Um, <clears throat> of course, uh, follow me on Stardust. If you want quick 30-second mini-reviews of your favorite TV and movies, follow me on Stardust. Download the app. Follow me simply at Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. I'd appreciate it. I will follow you back, and uh, let's grow that Stardust community together. Um, follow us on Instagram at Simply Am I on the Air. Check out all the cool movie posters and everything we do on there, and of course our great affiliates over at RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. Uh, big podcast hub over there that we are a part of and very happy to be a part of. Um, I think that'll do it. That'll do it this Monday night. February the 26th. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you all have a great week and we'll be back next time with an all brand new episode. So until then, y'all, keep it safe, keep it simple, keep it happy. (laughs) Take care of yourself and each other. Peace. Bye, everybody. 
Big Dragons.